0: You're listening to the Superpod HeroCast, a Night Shift Radio production. Hello, I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. The Superpod HeroCast supports the striking writers and performers in their negotiation with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers.
1: Neither Casey nor myself are members of either of the striking unions, the Writers Guild of America and the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, But we believe that the stories we love and the movies that capture our wonder would not be possible without the writers and performers currently on strike. We are on the side
0: of these artists. Our podcast does not promote struck work nor the work that would be struck today. Rather than promote, we dissect, analyze, and opine on these movies. We think that we can continue to produce our podcast while supporting the striking artists.
1: If you are able, we ask you to support the WGA and SAG-AFTRA and their members as they fight for modern contracts that reflect modern issues. For more information, you can go to SAGAFTRASTrike.org or WGA.org or find the links in our liner notes.
0: Thank you and be heroic. If only this podcast was video because then we could start in black. <laughs> All important podcasts start in black. Hello hello, and welcome to the super pod hero cast guys with beers talking about movies with capes episode 123. I'm Casey Ryan and I'm Todd panic and And we we watched watched the Lego Lego Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: Good. Good. Will Arnett impression there, buddy.
0: I read today and I think you'll enjoy this. Mm -hmm. His Batman voice is just when he has to tell his kids very important information. Okay. (sighs) We're going into this place, and I need you all to be on your best behavior. I, like, oh, my God, it's totally a dad voice. It, <laughs> it's that dad voice. You're like, don't fuck around.
1: <laughs> uh, are you a fan of Bat Dad on the social medias?
0: Blake? Yes. Yeah, That's right. I know his real name.
1: Oh, I, I,
0: I do. I've been following him since his Vine days. Got
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, He's so good. Uh, and that makes perfect sense. That totally is a dad voice. Yeah. Although, I almost wonder, is it unfair like your dad is batman like batman's telling you to go to eat your vegetables and and wash
0: brush your teeth uh, oh and that tables are for glasses not asses that's right that's right it's Still my favorite one
1: that's about. <laughs> agree agree uh i love the world weary uh look his wife gives him in about 90% of those videos
0: ex wife
1: Oh no! Okay, well, yeah, that...
0: she got so world weary, yeah. <laughs> she left.
1: Okay, she got Blake weary. Okay, like,
0: we're like, oh, ha ha ha! It's so funny. She's so annoyed with him. Oops. Yeah. Okay. Good actress. <laughs> it... Kids, it wasn't an act. Oh
1: my. Okay. Well, sorry about yeah. that. And yeah, uh... that sucks. All
0: right. But it happens. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about divorce, kids. No, but we are here to do a reshoot. Okay. Last episode, I said to you. So we're just, uh, yeah. we're just going all wimbly-nimbly. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's an us resho- reshoot. Oh, okay. You'll understand in a second. All right. You saying divorce made me think of this. Sure. Reshoots. Last episode, I said that I saw your oldest in <laughs> <laughs> It's midsummer night's nice Dream. You're like, uh, Christian. And then, you know, she sure. sort of Christian crap for never calling me or texting me. But the actual thing is because I always say Todd and Aubrey's oldest.
1: Got it. Got
0: it. Got it. I, I just think of Joe as the oldest, which is accurate.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean... In, in that don't, family structure, don't, yes. Uh, don't tell Aubrey uh, because...
0: Uh, I know, she does think we <laughs> Christian, yes, and, I, yeah. and that's <laughs> totally fine, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, good. <laughs> Todd and Aubrey's oldest birth child, how about that? Sure, yes, that's fine. <laughs>
1: Jesus. It's totally fine. Don't worry, our wives don't listen to this, we're fine. Oh, yeah. We're fine. <laughs> it's not season one, they're not listening. Oh, gosh, she's
0: right behind you. <laughs> yeah,
1: they do. all right. Uh, okay, uh, but we're also not here to talk about our wonderful wives
0: nope not this episode no Uh, no we're here to talk about uh the gd batman
1: yeah yeah but of course before we do that we got some housekeeping we gotta take care of
0: yeah i mean obviously since we are guys with beers beers not beards
1: as our dear friends talon and josh have told me that for the entire time they've been listening to us they thought i was saying talon too yep Yep, so my enunciation sucks. (laughs) So we are Guys With Beers talking about movies with capes. So.
0: (laughs) What are we drinking? Yes,
1: yes, thank you. Uh, Okay, so tonight's beer, like so many of our beers, comes to us from our good friends at Branching Out Bottle Shop over here in Mm -hmm. Township 5, Camillus, New York. And. You know, I went with a simple theme. You heard it in our cold open. In a movie with so many quotable lines, it is, in my opinion, one of the most quotable lines.
0: It is. We've used it on this podcast as a draft before.
1: <laughs> we've, we've used it in our personal lives. It's just yeah. such a great line delivered by Will Arnett. But uh, hit me one more time with those uh, sultry tones there, Casey.
0: Black, all important movies. Start with a black screen. <laughs>
1: so, you know, I really kept it simple. So, we're we're drinking a beer from Peacemaker Brewing Company. They're right down the road oh. in Canandaigua. What, from New York. where? Canandaigua, New
0: York. Uh uh-uh, no. What what brewery? Uh, Peacemaker. Oh,
1: oh. yeah. You it,
0: kept it in the DC family without even yeah, knowing. Without buddy. even knowing. Yeah, that's totally
1: what I did. I totally <laughs> did that. <laughs> no. Yes.
0: I looked at it up when I got home, like.
1: I didn't know. (laughs) Nope, I did not. But we are drinking their Dark Horse Black Lager because, Mm -hmm. like all great movies, some great beers are black.
0: Well, and as said in the Lego movie, I only work in black and sometimes very dark. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: right. That's right. That's right. So this is a uh, 16-ounce craft can. It is 5.4% uh, alcohol by volume. I feel like we've drank black loggers on the on the podcast mm-hmm. before. I've definitely drank them uh, in my private life. I'm a fan of those. So when I saw cloak
0: this, and dagger, cloak and dagger is what the beer was. I don't remember what it was
1: for uh, that was was that sh- uh, the shadow because of the dagger Ooh, I think. Sure. yeah sure
0: so the the knife from the Golden shell. The Golden shell. I, 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 uh, want, I the want the knife. knife.
1: All right. Oh,
0: I love oh, it. Oh, I did it again. I love this. I love. It. You love the smell of napalm in the morning?
1: That too, but also this nice kind of malty beer. Mm. Reminds me of uh, almost of uh, the old days of Gordon Beer, the uh, Schwartz oh, beer. Recipes. Right, there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. All right. I'm ready when you are, buddy.
0: Cheers, my friend. Cheers. I swear I held it up.
1: <laughs> I mean, mm. that's just that's just tasty.
0: That's really good. It's got like a, a little bit of a bitter to it, but mm-hmm. not too bad.
1: You get that roast, like uh, almost hints of coffee. Not coffee, but almost like in that, mm-hmm. in that space, just oh, it's
0: mm-hmm. delicious. That's good stuff. Yeah, mm. I like that.
1: So first time with this uh this brewery wasn't on my on my kind of a mental map either
0: your bat radar
1: yeah so i'll have to on the lookout for them
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. all right good stuff good stuff and again uh our good friends at branching out bottle shop did you uh i know you're not on facebook so much anymore
0: did you see well i am right now i uh, the only time i come back to facebook is when i'm doing a show
1: got it okay uh well did you see the exciting news that our friend carissa from branching out bottle shop shared no the world's greatest shop dog barley turns 10 what right he's 10 yay what a
0: good boy yeah Hmm. right hope he gets a good boy birthday dinner tonight
1: i mean if there's any justice in the world so uh i think that was two days ago as we're recording so
0: i hope he got a good
1: yeah yeah absolutely so happy birthday barley
0: Happy birthday, Barley! You good boy. Yeah. He's probably looking around the shop like, "Hello, yep, friends." Sky Raisins. That's right. <laughs> sky, we're we're the Sky Raisins. Come get us. That's
1: right. All right. Uh, you know we're we're kind of uh, we're banking some episodes here before uh, we <sighs> drop because uh, you got a show coming up and you're going to get really busy here shortly.
0: So, speaking of darkness, <laughs> I'm doing a very very dark show. Hey, Todd, remember when you were like, "Assassins is kind of dark"? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever never seen I mean I Ooh go
0: oh go in go in blind.
1: <laughs> I mean I know it's a, of the general lore but I've I've never yeah, seen yeah, yeah. it so.
0: Okay. Oh, go in blind. All right. All That'll right. It'll be buddy. fun.
1: Looking forward to it. Mhm. Okay. Uh but yeah. because we are kind of banking some before our season uh before we drop the the season premiere, uh no reshoots or reactions that we didn't cause ourselves. So <laughs>
0: Right? Yeah. (laughs) I figured you would catch on that we didn't actually have a reshoot because we haven't dropped the season yet.
1: Uh, You know, it's a wild card, baby. So who knows?
0: It's your allergies. Yeah,
1: it's my allergies. I'm all all, uh, uh, lightheaded here.
0: Yeah. All right. So
1: we are here to talk about the 2017 Lego Batman movie. Um, Clearly, you know, clearly we get this movie because the Lego movie was so incredibly successful
0: and good. so I have a note in the discussion, I think I'll say it now. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe we should have watched the Lego movie first. Because <laughs> I'm going to grade this movie at the end as a standalone, yeah. and if you haven't watched the Lego movie, because there's some stuff we are just like,
1: what? Uh, what's the
0: happening? Ma- the Master Builder? Yeah, the Master Builder part of it. Yeah. The fact that this is all, spoiler for the Lego movie, that kid in the basement <laughs> acting this all out. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean... So it's an interesting – so it's definitely – it's not a continuation of the story of the Lego movie, which is also a great movie worth watching. But, um, yeah, it's certainly in that universe. It builds on the lore. But at the same time, you know, I I don't think you really lose anything.
0: Yeah, just the master builder part. And I guess maybe you could do this. Maybe we throw Lego Movie Part 1 and 2 into the helmet now. Uh, we're definitely heroes. It's definitely a hero's journey, uh, uh, and this journey is you just don't want to watch. I mean, them.
1: no, no. I I actually love the I love the Lego movie. But um, if we're doing that, are we throwing like Free Guy in there? You know, like
0: oh, Free Guy is in the helmet. <laughs>
1: oh, is it? Oh, okay. Because of Deadpool. Okay.
0: Um, now, before anyone writes in, just because we put Free Guy in, does not mean we're putting Wreck-It Ralph in. Calm down. What? <laughs> Okay. Because free guy and Rick and ralph for pretty much the same story.
1: Uh from opposite sides, good guy and bad guy. I I can see that.
0: Yeah, realizing he's he has more potential, ba-ba-ba. And, you know, code getting written over, all of it. Okay. All right. all right there.
1: All right. Um well, let's uh let's we'll put a pin in that one and come back to it. I uh I don't know. I'm not I'm not convinced, but I but I'm certainly willing to listen to which one uh to the idea of uh the Lego movies. The Lego movies, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I thought you were talking about free guy. I'm like, oh no, God, I have no, terrible that, news for no, you. Listen, uh, <laughs> it's I mean, literally in the bag next no, year. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. We could pull it tonight.
1: Yeah. Uh we could. That's true. Uh but uh, again, it's an interesting it's an interesting concept, right? I mean, like it's Legos as a movie, um, with all of the ways that if you were Making this physically with Legos, like at one point the flames uh when they start the airplane heist in the very beginning, and they're mm-hmm. cutting into the f- into the airplane. It's the little translucent flame pieces that would appear in some uh sets. Um, yeah. So a, a really interesting idea, and and in my opinion, well, spoiler, I-, I think really really well done.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, this, more was in the Lego movie, but they followed the same rules here. The rules were. It had to be an actual Lego. Obviously, this is a fully computer-generated movie, but they couldn't break the rules of how Legos, for the most part, did stuff. Like, you've noticed if someone, like, turns their arm, it's like the arm comes out of the socket and moves (laughs) fully to the side. Like, nothing bends or moves in a way that a Lego can't do it. So I like that, that they're staying true to the, uh, the idea of them being actual um, Legos. Yeah. In fact, uh, while we were watching this today, Elliot was like, how long did it take them to do this with all these little Legos? I'm like, oh, honey, this is, no, no, this is, (laughs) unlike another movie that we saw in the theaters very recently, this is not done with real Legos.
1: Right, right, right. Uh, Well, it's funny. uh, Jack and I just went, uh, Monday night, we went to the re-release of Coraline, and uh,
0: mm, loved God, it, I loved love. it,
1: loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I love me some uh Luca L U K A? Leica. Leica. I love Leica. I mean Kubo yeah. and the two string. That, that it, got
1: me nostalgic for that, yeah. And then there was another one that I don't think I realized was Leica. Um oh uh Paranorman. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that was Leica, but
0: Paranorman, I think maybe um Frankenweenie.
1: Oh, you may be right.
0: And then, obviously, I th- I believe they are the the studio behind Nightmare Before Christmas and um,
1: oh, Corpse Bride, sure, Corpse Bride, uh, and so not the Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that maybe a is that a Disney movie? Believe it or not, it's a
0: Disney movie, but I believe it is like a studio is being rented out. It's a Walt Disney production, okay? Just like it's Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas, uh huh, but it's directed by Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck? T- nope. That's not right. <laughs> Henry Selleck. There it is. Tom's it brother. Is. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> but, uh, oh, box, yeah.
1: Yeah, Box Trolls, Coraline. Uh, I don't think... I'm not, Okay,
0: maybe it was, maybe it wasn't them. Yeah, yeah. Missing Link. I just Do always you remember think, that one? Oh, yeah, with Hugh Jackman? Yeah.
1: Oh, was that Hugh Jackman? I didn't even... I don't think I saw that
0: one. As the Missing Link, yeah. Got it. That yeah, right. was cute. Okay. Um We saw it purely because it was like a
1: Got it. Because sure, sure,
0: sure. Elliot went through a huge phase of loving all those stop motion animation movies.
1: Oh, d- this can't be right. It sure is. You know who one of the one of the founders of Leica, movie, uh a, the animation studio is? Phil Knight
0: from no. Nike. Really? Yeah. I wonder well, if he-, is he a founder in the way he's like because technically Bill Gates is a founder of Pixar because as
1: as as an investor you know that's entirely possible yeah uh yeah just looking here
0: oh not bill gates steve jobs steve jobs technically was the owner of pixar at one point uh calm down nerds stop writing your angry emails
1: yeah yeah okay so um oh well yeah so nike incorporated owner phil knight was an outside investor, and his son Travis worked at like as an animator. Well, that's interesting.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Okay. I like it. Yeah, me too. Okay, but uh, different style of animation here um, mm-hmm. with this kind of faux, faux, faux real, faux real, uh, faux Lego faux real. Uh, CGI. Yeah. Um, we've got a few folks attached to this. So directed by Chris McKay, who. Um, did a lot of robot chicken episodes like almost 60
0: episodes <laughs> so he's got some uh, hand in doing um stop motion animation yep
1: yep uh also directed the tomorrow war which um did you see that with chris pratt it was an amazon prime movie it was no. uh i enjoyed it it was good i mean it wasn't uh it wasn't the most original science fiction movie i've seen but it was it was well, fun and
0: well, isn't the guy who created the books isn't he like a Super alt right.
1: Uh, I think
0: you piece of garbage. The,
1: uh, so, mm. Mm, is, are you? Let's see. I want to make sure. I, I don't think it's based on a novel.
0: Yeah, um, the Tomorrow War. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm thinking of the Terminal List.
1: Yeah the the Terminal List is a. Uh, is a another Chris Pratt movie? Another Chris Pratt, Pratt movie. He, uh, the author, is a veteran. I think he's a former special forces operator. Um, and I, you know, from what I know, surface level, I think kind of falls into that very um, staunch patriotism, influencing politics. You know, right leaning uh, person. I think.
0: I think he's a little farther than right leaning. Oh, I mean, thank you for your service, but some of your. Political beliefs are a little shitty.
1: Got it. Okay, um, but no. That that uh, this was a sci-fi. Uh, that Terminalist was kind of like Tom Clancy's type, you know, covert operations. Yeah. This is a pure sci-fi, and it was good.
0: Tomorrow War. I don't even think. Hmm.
1: It was. I think it came. I think it came out towards the end of kind of COVID lockdown, July of twenty one. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. It was still in that era where hey, new movie coming on Amazon Prime. Let's have a family movie night. And I think that's the context in which we watched it. And it was fun.
0: And I believe I just lumped it in with Terminalist. So I guess I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Because I heard Terminalist was terrible. Uh,
1: I heard that as well. I did not watch it. But, okay. Um, that's
0: why when you're like, I, I watched it, I enjoyed it. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. This one's <laughs> worth watching. Uh, okay. Especially if you got Prime. You you've said it's on, you know, you already said it's on for Prime? It. Yeah.
0: It's a Prime. Yeah. yeah was, I got it. Like, why, the, why not? Um, and then he
1: also directed the movie that I just watched with... Was it Joe and Jack or just Jack? Uh, at least one of the boys we just watched Renfield and we loved it. So I,
0: I liked like 70% of Renfield.
1: Okay. Okay. I,
0: I kind of wish like as the movie progressed and became more realistic with their depiction of Renfield's struggle. Uh-huh. I wish someone had reigned in Nicolas Cage a little more and made him more. Actually terrifying instead of campy Bella Lugosi terrifying. Yeah, if he, it's it's like Jojo Rabbit, where mm-hmm. Taika's Hitler in the beginning is very silly and very fun, you know, for the psychotic fuckface that was sure. Adolf Hitler. But by the end of the film, he is the real true Hitler. I kind of wish, like, the more Jojo realizes that, oh, hey, maybe Nazis are not great. Right. Um. I he, I wish it had done that same build. Okay, that would—that's probably my main complaint. Nicholas Holt, rest in peace, the great. Um, did you saw that got canceled? Right? No. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, sorry to be the bearer J- of bad news. Jack and I just
1: watched uh, the other night. We just watched Warm Bodies, and he loved it
0: so much. Yeah, I really. That was another one where I was like, "Oh, this may have this may have done better as like a short film because the." The plot of it just kind of trudged for me a bit. Oh, I liked it. I like Nick. The problem is, I like Nicholas Holt, so I'm gonna I'm sticking it out. And I have not gotten around to the great yet. And now I'm kind of like,
1: no. Listen, watch it. It is just delightful. It's it's absurd. Even
0: knowing that it's not getting a fourth season,
1: it it won't matter. Plenty to love. Plenty to love. Yep. Okay. Maybe. But Chris McKay did not direct any of those. Um, Now we've got... Yes, he did. He
0: directed Redfield. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. The the great... The tangent made sense. The Great warm Bodies, right. Uh, On the writing side, we've got five guys who get credits here. So um, wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those movies where... um, So it was in development for about three years, right? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, from the uh, end of 2014, following the success of the Lego movie... This spins up. this releases in twenty seventeen. So um my guess is that there're probably a number of hands in the writing process, but we got five gear five guys here that get writing credit. So the first is actually a um a novelist as well, um Seth Graham Smith. He wrote the novels Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, as well yep. as Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, which uh, I didn't see Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I did see Abraham Lincoln and really enjoyed it. Uh, That's
0: super fun. You just have to I hear disconnect. that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is, is not as fun.
1: Got it. Okay. Um, also wrote the films uh, Dark Shadows, uh, his own Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Second guy who gets writing credit here is Chris McKenna. He wrote um, Igor, the Spider-Man MCU movies, as well as Ghosted, the one with Chris Evans and Anna D'Armas that just came out, which
0: I liked for the most part. Yeah,
1: it, it was it was okay. We watched it at home, and I was happy to watch it at home. I would have been annoyed mm-hmm. if I'd gone to the theater.
0: I kind of I, I liked seeing Chris play that kind of yeah, role. Yes, after Captain America, like agreed. Yeah, it, agreed. It was a smart move on his part to play that kind of part.
1: Yeah, you know the same way that I loved. Uh, The role he played in Knives Out. I'm I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that he is like I'm an actor. I you know I can do a lot of different things. So
0: it was like Neil Patrick Harris with when How I Met Your Mother ended. Barney's this big, huge, big dick energy type character. Yep. And then he goes and does Gone Girl, where he is this meek, mild, yeah, totally shrew, kind of almost incel. And I was like genius on Neil and his whoever his team is yeah. to make that the next thing he does. Agree, agree. To totally be like, I have more than Barney Simpson as my range. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> um, the third person with the writing credit actually is a Syracuse native, and we've talked about his movies before because he also wrote the Spider-Man MCU films, also wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp, what, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and the aforementioned ghosted his name is eric mm-hmm. summers he's if he's between us in age you and i he's i think he's 46 um we need to put out our feelers and see if, if any of our any of the people we know know him uh because
0: eric summers okay s-o-m-m-e-r-s yeah so Oh, s-o i was about to, like the lost long lost brother to alec and scott
1: I don't know. Oh, got it. Sure, sure. There sure, you sure. go. Yeah, there. I got there. I got there eventually. It's your allergies. <laughs> it's the allergies. I'm fuzzy. Uh, yeah. So to our <laughs> listeners, you know, we know a lot of people in Syracuse. If you know Eric Summers, put us in touch with him. Listen, yeah. we know that he can't promote Struck Work because of the w- uh, WGA strike, but. We'll talk about other shit. We'll talk about his influence. We'll talk about growing up up in Syracuse. Yeah, absolutely.
0: How he got into writing. Yeah, what the stuff he loves. So, Also, I've noticed that a lot of podcasts are having a lot of fun with not talking about Struck work. And if they're as big as they are, I'm looking directly at you, Comedy Bang Bang. I think we're fine if we lightly touch on Struck work. As long as we're not promoting. Like, we're about to review this movie and we're going to do a lot of visual jokes, but we are in no way saying to you Go watch this movie, because that would be promoting the watching of this movie. We are just here to review the movie, for we are review podcast. Sure.
1: Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. The fourth person with the writing credit, his name is Jared Stern. He wrote Mr. Popper's Penguins, The Watch, <laughs> The Internship, DC Le- League of Super Pets. Funny stuff. Um, the Watch. Poor The Watch. Oh, you know the story behind that? No, but that's a hilarious
0: movie. Right, so it's aliens, right? Yes. Yep. It was not originally supposed to be aliens. I did not know that. It was supposed to be terrorists. And wow. something happened around the same time. They're like, we need to reshoot this thing and make it aliens. Is that, is Adam Sandler in that? No.
1: It is okay, Vince, Vaughn, uh, Vince Vaughn, Richard Ayode um, from the IT crowd.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's uh the IG robot. That, um,
1: yes, in The yeah, Mandalorian, The Mandalorian, yep. yep. Uh, and then finally, the last uh person with the writing credit, his name is John Whittington. He wrote the Ninja, LEGO Ninjago movie. I'm sorry, okay. it's Ninjago, right? I feel like I want to say Ninjago, and then I think every time I hear it, it's Ninjago. Uh, Ninja Go, yeah. Uh, also wrote Green Eggs and Ham and wrote DC League of Super Pets, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, so you know. An interesting collection of writing credits here. I I mean, I think this story is really good. I mean, there's certainly a a gimmick to the whole Lego CGI, but the story itself is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to talk about Batman because... uh spoiler we're not. He, spoiler, he's been on this podcast a few times. He has? Uh, are there... Are there any other Batman properties? I, I don't, well, actually, I take that back. The Batman mm-hmm. is still available Which to us.
0: I'd like, instead of doing almost cast, I'd like to talk about some of the voice actors in this. Oh, yeah. go Well, uh, why don't you go right ahead? Well, let's start with who does the voice of Catwoman in this? Uh, Catwoman. Oh, don't look it up. I will tell you. Okay. Zoe Kravitz. Hey, Todd. Who yes. does Zoe Kravitz play in the Batman? Catwoman. What the hell? That's amazing. That's great. That's great. We're watching. I'm like, is that we, is that future Catwoman playing it? Lighthouse sure Catwoman? is. Now, obviously, these guys, being comedy writers, mm-hmm. with all the other stuff they've done, love comedy people. Jason sure. Manzoukis is the scarecrow yep. in this. Doug Benson, Doug Benson is based solely on the writers have said, the writers and directors have said they hired him because, as I said in the last episode, he used to do a Bane voice on Doug Love's movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I loved one of his only lines that, was, that
1: wasn't necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Conan O'Brien is the
0: Riddler. Right, Conan O'Brien is a Riddler uh, The wonderful Garfunkel and Oates Otherwise known as Kate McCucci And Rick, Ricky Lindholm yep. Are um, Clayface and, Clayface and, are Poison, and Ivy, Poison Ivy, respectively yeah. Yep uh, uh, Ricky Lindholm was also the therapist in Wednesday If anyone watched Wednesday
1: Oh, Jack did, I did
0: that Yeah, 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 she's great She's been in a ton Oh, she's in, um She's in Knives Out She's the blonde Oh Of the group
1: Right, 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 right
0: Yeah, she's great uh, She's very funny,
1: you know. Interesting little bit of uh, so the wonderful Jenny Slate, uh, mm-hmm. don't second time on this podcast. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Uh, don't as be. Harley Quinn, um, mm-hmm. an interesting little bit of swip- switcheroo. So Ray finds. Is Alfred Pennyworth. This is,
0: my, this is my note later that it's Ray finds is Alfred, but he does not do the voice of Voldemort. It is a wonderful stand up comedian, Eddie Azard. Yep. She is fantastic. Agree. Uh, I used to listen to her albums on repeat. Hmm. Love her.
1: Agree. Agree. Um, other very funny people, the wonderful Ellie Kemper is uh, the voice of Phyllis, the guardian of the Phantom Zone. Uh Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords and, and About a Million Things. Uh what we do in the Shadows. Uh uh is
0: Rio. <laughs>
1: Rio, sure. Uh Moana. Uh
0: yeah. He's un- uh, he's uh Tomatoa.
1: Yeah. Also uh Dinner with Schmucks.
0: I did I bounced pretty quick on that movie. Oh. I don't think I even got to the dinner. It was really rough. <laughs> I,
1: I think you should go back to it. I think it's a really funny movie. I think it's a really right. funny movie. And he is... Yeah, he is he is very funny. Um, yeah, the, the talent in this movie is ridiculous. I mean, it, it's clearly... It, you know what it is? the The massive success of the Lego movie brings in talent in the same way that as the MCU started developing, right? You get past, like, the Avengers. You know, it's this billion-dollar franchise, and well. they're getting... You know, whoever they want, basically, for. uh... I mean,
0: to be fair, the Lego movie had Morgan Freeman. So,
1: (laughs) yes, yes. I mean, the talent was there. It It just continues. But it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: My favorite thing, in in case I don't win the argument that the Lego movie should be included in here, (laughs) the joke in the Lego movie, the Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yes. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. All right, you're going to have to explain it to me because I don't understand it. Let's go. That? (laughs) Yeah. Is Morgan Freeman because they're trying to read? Oh no. oh no, it's all right. You're gonna have to write that down because I'm not gonna get it. Let's go. That is them actually having to write something down for, um, uh, for Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman. They just put in the movie. Oh,
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, how about Channing Tatum mm. as the voice of Superman?
0: He's he's a, a he and Jonah Hill are holdovers from the Lego Movie. Sure, they were both. Yep, uh, Superman and Green Lantern, respectively. Yep. yep. Um, and the one that we're not mentioning that we should, my least favorite Batman villain, oh, the Joker, but voiced by apparently my twin. Because again this week, Todd, when I was driving Uber, someone said, You know, you look like the guy from the hangover. And I almost oh. pulled over and was like, Get the fuck out of the car right now. Get out. I,
1: Go. I mean, I would have said, Yes, I get that a lot. Me and uh, Bradley are often mistaken as the same people.
0: Oh oh <laughs> oh, no. oh no 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 no! That oh. meant the other one. Oh. And then uh, I also had someone but, be like, "Oh, you've got but a really nice voice," uh, and I actually plugged the podcast to them. But they were drunk. They probably they probably woke up the next morning like, "What well, was that? The superhero? Yeah, something." <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but th- 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 she's like, "You know who you sound like?" And in the back of my head, I'm going, "Don't don't you say it! Don't don't you say it!" She goes, "You sound like Seth Rogen." <laughs> I was like, "Get out." Like, get out! Now.
1: Get out! Uh,
0: Soothing voice and Seth Rogen do not mix.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Um, so that's what we got on the production side. I've got some money, but any other
0: talent no. you want to talk about? Okay. Uh, I mean, there, uh, there's a couple, but we can get to those when we're in it.
1: Okay. Uh, so this one gets a, a budget of eighty million dollars and does three hundred and twelve million at the box office. So. Um, that's a
0: commercial success. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of surprised. There was a second one that was in development, and then it got canceled, and now they picked it back up. But everything's dark right now. There's no sure. updates on anything.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, so the Lego movie comes out. This is the first kind of spinoff. The second spinoff, I think, is the uh, Lego Ninjago. Ninjago? Movie,
0: I don't know if that counts as an official. I, I
1: it it's it is if you look in some of the the background stuff. Okay. Um, there the so what I saw was potentially in development was Lego Super Friends. Is that what you saw?
0: Lego Super, Super Friends, and then there's a there's something else that's in development. I can't remember what it was. Okay. I'm not
1: gonna think of it. Okay, no worries. Uh, I. I mean, give me more of that, and and I think and I think I remember. I think we've talked about this. I loved League of Super Pets. You did not, correct?
0: I didn't love it. I, I thought it was fine. Okay. I'm, it it also doesn't help that I watched it right after the Rock had decided the nuclear option when he didn't get his oh, way with Black okay. Adam. Sure, I might lessen on that by the time we get to it. But I was just kind of like, I don't want the Rock anywhere near DC anymore. Got it. And spoiler alert. Deezer doesn't want The Rock near anything yeah, right I,
1: I, I think you're all set. I don't think you need to worry about that. So, uh, Okay. Uh, so that's it from a production perspective. Anything else we should uh, kind of haul out here before we get into it?
0: No, I think we should just go right ahead and roll that film. Before we start reading this, mm-hmm. I think we should say that a lot of times the bad movies, we don't have a lot of notes because who cares? Yeah. We don't have a lot of notes because there's not a whole lot beyond like explaining this amazing plot to talk about. This is just a really well-crafted movie, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. As I was watching this, I was like, I don't have a lot to add, but I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Oh, yes, 100%. It's a good movie.
0: Elliot and I hadn't watched it probably since 2018 when it came out on video. Yep. So we sat down and watched today. I laughed out loud through probably 60% of this movie. I had a a laugh out loud moment every couple minutes.
1: And and you know what I think is important to to give credit for? Not only is it it a funny movie, it's a a really, really smart movie. It puts its finger on a lot of tropes and 100% kind of twists them to make entertainment out of the trope itself. Really, really
0: well done. And also will reference old Batman stuff. Oh, yeah. And either be like, remember this? This was fun. Or be like, this is kind of silly, right?
1: There's a million pieces of fan service in here. I feel like fan service can often go one of two ways, right? Either it comes across as um, soulless pandering mm-hmm. or really smartly like it does here, y- you know, giving it the subtle... Like, giving it some space and letting it roll. And if you got it, you got it. And if you don't, you don't. But there were lots of moments where I was like, oh, nice. Nice. Got it.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like the Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Mm -hmm. Where we were like, there's so many jokes, then we can't sit here and do them all. Yes. Like, all these in-jokes.
1: Yep. I grabbed a
0: couple that I thought were, you know, that particularly got my attention,
1: but by no means did I get them all. Right. Yep. All right. Okay. On that. Now... Listen, if they're done well, I like an opening narration voiceover.
0: So I think right now you're gonna hear, black, all important movies start with a black screen. And music, edgy, scary music that would make a parent or studio executive nervous. And logos, really long and dramatic logos. Warner Bros. Why not Warner Brothers? I don't know. And
1: it's so good. Between that and then, like, the opening sequence, which is almost an MCU type, you know, kind of getting us right into some action, we learn very quickly uh, everything
0: we need. To- first of all, it's a Batman opening. Mo- 90% of Batman movies start with a big, huge opening like this.
1: Okay. Fair. Fair. If you didn't see the Lego movie, I think mm-hmm. it does a really good job of kind of grounding the sensibility of this movie, giving you a sense of it, and. Letting you go, and I think it works really, really well.
0: I also enjoy that uh, leftover from the Lego Movie. Anytime a gun is fired, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: timeless pew pew's. That's right.
0: The timeless pew pew's are the best.
1: That opening sequence, so much good stuff. Like, and and then lots of things that are just funny by themselves. MacGuffin Airlines, mm-hmm. and they're gonna fly this. Uh, plane loaded with explosives over this very densely populated city for no
0: particular reason. Not just explosives. 11 million sticks of dynamite,
1: 17,000 pounds of C4, about 150 cute little classic bomb type (laughs) bomb. And then the air traffic. control. I mean, just again, within the first three minutes, you know exactly what this movie is. And I'm shocked, you know, unless you hate fun, like we're off to a great start.
0: Chris McKay is is the main pilot. That's something to point out.
1: Mm-hmm. Pilot Bill, I believe.
0: Uh huh. Yep. And, and he and his co-pilot are... Uh... And two best friends.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, how about the... Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Why don't you go ahead and start with the plot here?
0: Okay. Within the DC superhero dimension of the Lego multiverse, again, maybe we should have watched the Lego movie first to explain all that, Batman protects Gotham City and fights crime. During his latest mission to stop the Joker. The Ritmo.
1: <laughs> Carecrow. Fane. Two-Face. Catwoman. Clayfane. <laughs> Poison Ivy. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Penguin. Crazy Quilt. Eraser. Polka Dot Man. Mime. Tarantula. <laughs> King Tut. Orca. Killer Moth. March Zodiac Master. Gentleman Ghost. Clock King. Calendar Man. Kite Man. Cat Man. Zebra Man. And the Condiment King. <laughs> so I specifically looked at well, So I knew that Calendar Man, I knew that that was a li- oh every actual... single
0: one of these are a hundred percent okay real rogues gallery. I, That's why I love Batman because he has stupid ass villains like <laughs> Condiment King. Condiment, K- condiment. But King. then he has absolutely terrifying people like Man, Man Bat. Bat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man yeah. Bat's always scary. Uh, Batman the animated series Man Bat is absolutely terrifying. Yep. If you've never seen a picture of him, go look it up. Yeah, it's very very horror.
1: And again, like, in the movie, Batman tells us, like, you know, they're worth a Google, right?
0: Like, again. No, uh, Joker does. Or Joker does, that's right. right. (laughs) Because the pilot's like, okay, are
1: you making some of those (laughs) up? (laughs) Joker. Nope, they're all real. Probably worth a Google. Condiment King was the one I was like, if this one is real, I'm not Googling the rest because they're all real. I Googled Condiment King. I was like, son of a bitch. Yep, that's a real. Okay,
0: all right. Yeah, uh, Condiment King appeared on Batman the Enemy series. Yes. Most of the ones listed... The Kabuki Twins are either before or after my time reading uh, the comics or were so uh, D-list villains. I'd never heard of them. Everyone else on this list... I mean, Kite Man plays a very big part in um, the first couple seasons of Harley Quinn.
1: Hell, yeah. You know, that's a fair point. So I saw that Condiment King first appeared in Batman the Brave and the Bold, but I think the... I think the comic book, because there was a comic book, right? Yes. Oh, no. Bruce Tim. He's the... Oh, he's... Oh, yeah. The animated series.
0: Okay. So that is three characters in this movie that did not start in the comics. Yep. Okay. Because we got good old Harley Quinn. And do you know who the third one is?
1: Uh, Let's see. Characters who did not start in the comics. Yes. Batgirl. Yes. Yes. I
0: Originally remember. a Batman 66 character Batman. to boost ratings. Which yep.
1: the only live action shots, uh, I think twice it happens, <laughs> we cut to shots of Adam West, and I love it.
0: <laughs> and at, later, when Alfred wears his bat suit, it is the 66 Batman. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that bat right. suit. It's wonderful.
1: That's right. Yep. Absolutely.
0: So, uh, Batman has to stop those villains from destroying the city. Batman succeeds. But he hurts the Joker's feelings by telling him... I don't need you. I don't need anyone. You mean nothing to me. <laughs> this is so sad. This is actually sad. Uh, yeah. And this is this is a play on how they are in the comics. Like, this is definitely Joker's... Joker wavers from, you're just one bad day away from being sure. me. You know, that's a big Killing Joke theme. Yep. To, um, what is the, um... Uh, cacophony, Batman. Cacophony, written by the wonderful Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. And I think I've talked about it before, but it's worth mentioning you again. Have, they you cap- absolutely have, yeah, yeah. They, they capture the Joker, and he's been put on all these antipsychotics, so he's super lucid. And um, Batman comes in and goes. Look, now that you're not, you know, absolutely insane right now. Hang on, I'm going to do <clears throat> in honor of Kevin Conroy, Joker. Now that you're not absolutely batshit crazy. <laughs> You don't actually want to kill me, do you? And the Joker, I will not be doing a Mark Hamill impression. Um, That's, of course <laughs> I don't.
1: You're my favorite. I don't know. Oh, I, no, I, it's I, the, I,
0: I'm Improving that, yeah. It is the opposite. He's like, now that I'm completely lucid and I'm in control of my faculties, I absolutely want to kill you. Oh. You and he's like, it. and once I do, lock me away, throw away the key. I will never want to escape. You are my sole reason for being the way I am. I want to kill you because you made me. And you're just like, okay, (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to go take 5,000 showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Lord. It's just one of the best moments Mm. I think I think uh your actual o- oldest um mm-hmm. Christian may have that comic. I let him borrow it, and
1: did he not give it back to you? Oh no, is it it might be here I'll find it oh my gosh i <gasps> I'm so sorry. I, do, I
0: only know because I just moved everything down here to the basement. And you don't I'm like, see it? Batman, Batman cacophony.
1: <laughs> uh, I will look. I, it's okay, man. Uh, no worries. The, the embarrassment the parents feel when they're children. No, it's totally fine. Uh, okay. No, I'm, just send still, him, I'm still going to look. Send
0: him a strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But that's like, that's kind of this this play on this. I mean, there have been so many different versions of it from cacophony to killing joke but this whole like even the dark knight it's that same idea they they need each other kind of this thing. almost
1: kind of codependent uh mm-hmm. toxic relationship sure 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 sure
0: right um uh so all of this leads the joker to seek ultimate revenge on him
1: now this is kind of general thoughts from this opening sequence um yeah yeah go for it the plot that we're about to get here this could have been a you go to your comic shop you pick up this month's issue of Whatever Batman title you're reading. And this yeah. could have been a plot from that, right? I mean, it's, it's, it 100% fits the, uh, the mythology and the lore.
0: Um, and the, what's so, I'm sorry, yeah. what's so great about it is like they're going for the romantic breakup version of it. But this could be, did you watch Mad Men? I watched, I
1: started it. I have, it's, I'm not disputing that it's great. It just hasn't. No, no,
0: it's, I'll be, I'll be as careful to not spoil anything, but one character Mm -hmm. there it's near the end and they're fighting. Like they're constantly bickering with each other at work. And he goes to him, he goes, he goes to Don Draper. I'll at least give you that. He goes, that
1: was a bold last minute decision going with your idea.
0: I thought it was more they wanted.
1: Well, we'll never know.
0: Will we, because they never heard mine. Look, I don't like going in with two ideas. It's weak. And you don't want to be weak, so you picked yours. And they bought it, which is our goal, isn't it? What do I care? I got a million of them. A million. Good. I guess I'm lucky you work for me. I feel bad for you. And Don, without even looking at him because they're in the elevator, goes, I don't think about you at all. Yeah. Just walks out the elevator like... Oh God, that, that's a mic drop moment right there. And it's so much worse than I hate you too. To, you're not on my radar when I'm not here. Sure, you're like,
1: nothing to me. You're nothing to me. And yeah.
0: that—that's where this could have gone. This either could have been we're breaking up, or I only hunt you because you're a bad guy. I don't think of you as sure. anything other than a villain. Like, yeah, yeah no, and, you're, and it you're would exactly have had, right. probably both would have had the same results. Yep, yep. To the Joker, like that's the constant. His Joker's. Uh, I'm going to get the ultimate revenge on Batman.
1: You know, I mentioned earlier some of the great fan service that happens here. So a couple things that happened early on. Somebody was driving, and they get hold music. Was that the Danny Elfman Batman theme, I believe? Yes. It sure yes, it was. was.
0: Yeah, uh, of course it was.
1: You know, throwback to also the Michael Keaton. You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. I thought that was delightful. Um <sighs>
0: I'm so tired of that ending up and stuff because it's going to we're going to hear it one more time before we are done with Batman movies.
1: Where? Oops. That's a spoiler. But I mean it's only twice. I mean I don't feel like it's overused. Where's the third?
0: Technically a third time. It's in Batman 89. It's in this no, but, yeah, oh, I mean, two callbacks to the original 89. Oh, I guess I'm also, uh, well, yeah, and, well, and then Batgirl, this last season of uh, Supergirl also oh, I didn't, yeah, so said that, and also said, I'm vengeance. I'm like, hang on, you can't steal from the oldest and the newest.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the other guys.
1: Good artists imitate, great artists steal, something like that. I don't know. Other things I laughed at, the uh, Iron Man sucks is his password. <laughs> Um, Yeah, that's great. And and then I thought, in an incredible display of how, despite this kind of silly setup, right, Lego CGI characters, Mm -hmm. um, there's really a touching story there. I think the beginning, when he gets back to Wayne Manor, I, I think this is as good as we've ever seen of the real loneliness that is at the core of Batman's character. I thought it was... That's incredibly well done amidst all this silliness,
0: right? I think it's also a good way of being like, hey, you're going to laugh a lot during this movie, but there's going to be moments where you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is a really poignant, serious thing that we're we're discussing in this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I say this all the time, right? It's all about dynamics. Yeah. You have to have... Changing tone, changing mood, changing feeling for those moments to have impact. So, um, mm-hmm. and a great illustration of that coming out of this, uh, showing us, you know, how lonely Batman is. We get
0: tuxedo dress-up party. <laughs>
1: I mean, that you know, the swing from you know this extreme pathos to this just absurd silliness. I really love it. It works so well.
0: Not only that, it is not as jarring as we just did. It, sure. You get the moment where Bruce is looking at the picture, and I had to explain to Elliot why that's poignant that that selfie is where it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I started to, and she's like, yeah, I get it. They were shot outside a theater. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> All
1: right. Don't tell her her business, son. That's right.
0: But then she, uh, her favorite moment is when, when uh, Batman is... Going up the stairs, no, 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 no. Just the animation of it makes her giggle every time. No, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I watched this one with Jack. He came down and watched it with me, and we had we had a blast watching it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's just a good movie. It's a good movie.
1: Yeah. Now the following day, Batman's alter ego Bruce Wayne attends the city's winter gala, which is celebrating both the retirement of Police Commissioner Gordon and the ascension of his daughter Barbara to replace him.
0: Hello, Rosario. Uh,
1: yes. Yes to that. Um, also, moments I loved Harvard for police.
0: <laughs> I also love when he takes off his cowl. My what now? Or, as Alfred calls it, <sighs> your armored face disguise his hair is all slicked back and then like i'm holding my hair it just goes yep. boink, yeah. and it goes right into place that's that's great that's a great joke
1: uh i laughed at the reference to bloodhaven which i still think is the dumbest thing in all of batman mythology well Fight first of this. all it's
0: technically nightwing mythology, and it's technically bloodhaven bloodhaven. that does have an umlaut okay. but dumb dumb comic book writer yeah. uh readers couldn't figure that out. Come at He's me. supposed to be Blue Haven. It's
1: the dumbest thing in the Batman mythology. I'm fine with that. Uh, um,
0: really? Yes. The dumbest?
1: Yes. And I'm including I'm including Calendar Man and Condiment King. Yes.
0: What about Batmite?
1: Dumber than that. Be wow. dumber than that because it's it's so silly and yet it's clearly trying to be like 90s edgy Blue Haven, right? It is. Bluedhaven. It is the guest player at your D table who sits oh down to play this uh assassin gloom stalker dark elf character they have who doesn't talk to people and
0: only wears black yeah so and sometimes very light gray <laughs>
1: that's right right it's just like this like absurd kind of edgelord thing so uh anyways uh and then the last thing i love there <laughs> the uh the spit take that he has to s- stop a passing waiter and get a beverage in order to do the spit taste, which and is then mimicked even funnier when it happens off screen and we hear him doing it, but we don't see him do it again later. It's right. Just I, brilliant.
0: What this, what this show does, what, uh, what this movie does is what the show family guy did a lot in the beginning. It's not afraid, even though it's animation to take its time with a joke like this, like sure that, when when Bruce is waiting for the lobster thermidor to be microwaved all the way, yeah. it pretty much we're sitting there most of the two minutes with him just kind of staring at it. Once in a while, he's just going, like, I love those kind of jokes. Lo- lobster thermidor, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, I also really enjoy the, the fact that Commissioner Gordon only speaks in like, Two-word sentences. We've gathered here tonight to mark the retirement of Jim Gordon. Goodbye. And we wish him well on his South African jungle safari. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I couldn't figure. I couldn't find who does his voice. There's a, cup, there's a handful of people in this movie that don't get. I, I did a deep di- actual credit. Hold on, uh, Hector Elizondo. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, he's somebody else. No, Jim Gordon. Oh, maybe I missed it. I saw Hector was in this. Hector Alessandro, a former Bane. Oh, was he an animated Bane voice? He was the animated series Bane. Oh, no kidding.
1: Yeah. Uh, Adam Devine as the voice of the Flash. Oh, I love that guy. We we ju- uh, bumper. <laughs> yeah, me and Jack. Did Aubrey watch it with us? I can't remember if she watched it, but me and Jack uh, just watched uh, the Outlaw um, Outlaws. Outlaws. No. So Adam Devine is marrying this girl and her he meets her parents finally and it's um Ellen Barkin and Pierce Brosnan, and it oh, turns yes, out that yes, they're yes. bank robbers. It's it's a Netflix movie. It? It's watch it. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay.
0: Yeah. I like Adam Devine
1: for the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you'll then you'll love it. Ooh, he's good. Ooh, he looks like looks like James Bond. Which one? Number five. Ooh, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that a line from it. That's yeah, good. That's, yeah, yeah. Is he is he Bond five? He's Bond five. So of course it's like, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally pointing out that he. Is he wait, the fifth? No. Yes. Sean Connery. Yeah. George Lazenby. One of the best Bonds. Fight me for. The one movie, Casino Royale. Okay. I, uh, first of all, on, or, her, I'm sorry, on in her Majesty's Secret Service. Service. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Service. Uh, How fucking dare you? Uh,
1: number three is Roger Moore. Then uh-huh. Timothy Dalton.
0: Then yeah, Pierce Dalton, Brosnan. And then, and then,
1: wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not counting Woody Allen?
1: No, we are not. No, <laughs> we are not. In his Casino Royale. Uh, Ooh, was that, that a, was... Uh What's his name? 2001, uh, the crazy, insane, uh, perfectionist filmmaker, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, Kubrick? Was that Kubrick? No, 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 that was Woody Allen. Woody, oh, did, he directed it as well? Hang on. For some reason, I.
0: Yeah, David Nevin. Oh, no, it's not. It is... Oh,
1: directors John Huston, Joseph McGrath, Ken Hughes, Val Guest, Robert Parrish.
0: That's a lot of directors I... for one movie.
1: Yes. It's, I mean, it's a parody. I, uh, I, I I gotta be honest with you Even before we learned What a scumbag he was I never enjoyed Woody Allen movies Yeah I I think I tried To watch one once Because I was like Well I like movies And so I should Like like Woody Allen." Allen I don't give a shit Yeah
0: well, I like movies. That's that is a quote, pull quote of the episode. Yeah, I like well, movies, I like so I'm like,
1: oh, I guess I should like. I guess I should like this. The no,
0: only no. one that I saw that I actually enjoyed was *Bullets Over Broadway*.
1: Uh, was that the one with uh, Diane Weist and John and, Cusack? Yes, I remember that that was a thing. I never saw.
0: I saw it because I needed. I was playing a gangster in a high school show, and uh, written by Anne Rand. Called the uh, oh. night of January the 16th. Nope, not January 6th. Yes. Not, uh, yes. January 16th. Whatever. And my wonderful theater teacher gave me a whole bunch of gangster stuff to watch. Chinatown, you know, would not happen today. No no teacher in high <laughs> school can be like, you should watch Chinatown.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, bullets over Broadway. And then there was a third thing I'm look- that didn't stick with me as much.
1: I am looking at. The list of Woody Allen movies. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever seen a single.
0: That's the only one I've seen. I've seen bits and pieces of other things. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make me laugh. Yep.
1: All right. I've never seen a single Woody Allen movie. All right. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I'm good with that. He's, he's a weirdo creep. Thank you for the
1: oversized key to Arkham Asylum. And uh, what's, what's this? Thank you for the switch to the bat signal. Nice. Yes. Wayne is smitten by Barbara.
0: No, oh, yes. Oh, I mean it's Rosario Dawson. How could you yeah. not be? He <laughs> can't blame him.
1: And this distraction results in him unwittingly agreeing to adopt the enthusiastic orphan Dick Grayson. Uh oh, play he's just by, Alan. Play, yes. Michael Cera. It, I mean, God, I mean, he's clearly it's fine because this is animated. It's a little jarring to see him now because he's eight, you know, he's aging, which is totally fine. He's allowed to. Right. Uh, how
0: old is he? He's uh, gotta be thirty seven, thirty-eight.
1: Eight uh eighty-eight. So that makes oh. him thirty-five? Okay, thirty-five. Okay. Okay. But uh God, he is so brilliant. Um, I read when they went back to do the fourth season of Arrested Development.
0: Oh, what a cluster that was.
1: Yeah I, I will say this the original release was a cluster. They recut it
0: to oh, really? make
1: yeah, so if you watch it now on Netflix, the version you'll see—if I remember correctly—I don't think you can see the way it was originally released, where each episode was almost entirely a character. Good. They they recut to bring everybody's stories, so that it was much more more felt, like the show, like the show.
0: Yeah, um, it was just the double punch of making it one character at a time and obvious, like. Nobody was there together at the same time yeah, to film it, it.
1: It it makes it makes the fourth season much better in my opinion. Okay, but I read like as they were going back to that because obviously it had been a number of years. Um, I, I read somebody say involved in the production saying that like Ma- Michael Cera was like the secret weapon of bringing the feel back for season four. I think maybe when they were editing, um, or maybe it was during the writing process, but he was very instrumental in. Like, you know, you talked about before, like letting, or you you talked about American dad, letting jokes, or no, family guy, letting Mm -hmm. jokes breathe. Talk about letting jokes breathe, Arrested Development, right? We'll set up a joke now, and it's going to pay off next season or two seasons later.
0: Um, Those are my favorite jokes. Uh, uh, See Community. Community does it all the time.
1: Sure, 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 Michael Sierra can do no wrong in my book. He's brilliant in everything he does.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Elliot definitely loves him a lot after the Barbie movie as Alan. Um,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And I think I think I'm going to show her Juno. I think she'll really dig Juno.
1: Oh, sure, sure.
0: Uh, he's great in it. Um, uh Elliot Page is wonderful in it too. Jason uh, Bateman is just such a switcheroo so in that f- movie.
1: Full disclosure, I've never seen Juno. I know I should.
0: You definitely should. Yeah. It's delightfully good. Do you like uh, Diablo Cody's stuff? I
1: think I've only seen one of her things. What was the one where Charlize Theron goes back to her hometown and um, Uh, Patton um, Oswalt is in it? Young Adult.
0: That's a wonderful movie.
1: Oh, I loved Ricky and the Flash. I loved that one. Uh, uh, So, Young Adult.
0: Young Adult was fantastic. I did not see Tully.
1: The My only issue with Young Adult was it struck me as very much like a, so I will admit, I have a particular view on American theater, American modern theater, in okay. which, my opinion, and you're more informed than me, but I feel like a lot of modern American theater is capturing a slice of life for a collection of characters, right? Like, it's a mm-hmm. day, it's a moment, right? Like, we're presenting it as is, and the idea is to be very, very... True to this reality, yeah. My problem is, I want an arc. I want redemption, resolution, a change. And I feel like a lot of American modern American theater doesn't do that. And young adult- also
0: a lot of indie uh, movies are. I mean, sideways probably the most well known independent "quote unquote" independent film, other than Star Wars, is definitely slice of life open ended. I mean, not super open ended, but. Yeah, I like the I I love those movies. So, Young Adult ended and I was like, well, I didn't get a I didn't
1: get a resolution or a payoff. Like I don't have to now have a who happy gets a ending. King? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I, I mean, yeah, so uh, I so, get you. So, the fact that I didn't like it by no means do I think it wasn't good writing. She's clearly a good writer. Um, it's just not my taste.
0: It's not your taste. Yeah. yeah. I never saw um Jennifer's body. Me neither. Because i but I hear it's wonderful. It was, it was like the um, advertisements for it made it seem like it was something it wasn't. So I'm going to go it. back to it.
1: Okay. Well, boy, this is a, this is we're just hanging out and chilling. You know what? Before we had a podcast, these were the kinds of conversations yeah. we'd have at the
0: bar. Yeah. We usually do this with bad movies, but this is a good movie that's ta- that's tangenting other things in our brain. So that's it's right. totally fine. That's right. I'm okay with um, an episode like this once in a while.
1: Yeah, me too. I've got a four-point pilot program that I'd love to share with you.
0: I want to hear all four points.
1: It's called... I am ready. It takes a village.
0: Best opening to a title ever.
1: Not a Batman. Waiter. Sorry? I- Bruce Wayne oh, is then infuriated by Barbara's Bruce plans <laughs> to restructure the police to function without the need of Batman. <gasps> what? The Joker crashes the party with his villain team. The Joker surrenders himself to police while capturing almost all the villains for the police except Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love the little switch where she goes from kind of comic, more comic um, Harley Quinn minifig to straight out of Batman, the animated series, Harley and Quinzel. Like that is how she was animated as Dr. Harley and Quinzel.
1: Um, And then finally, with so many villains incarcerated, Batman becomes desolate as... Desolate? Does that apply to a person? Okay. As Gotham no longer requires his crime-fighting skills.
0: This is an absolute genius plot device. Like, it is played for silly. It is played for, like, boo-hoo. But Uh this is... You know, this is... This is the thing that, that people constantly go to Batman about. Like, when you finally lock everybody up, what do you do?
1: Sure. Talk about, yeah. Talk about no work life balance, right? Like, his right? Only he's life defend, is his like job.
0: Superman's the world. Like, he defends Metropolis, but he does world stuff. Batman's Gotham. If Gotham is saved,
1: What's his raison? D'etre? What's his? What's yeah. his point? Yeah, it's yeah. so.
0: It's like it really like keeps it kid level, but the adults are getting the the grown up message that's going on here. Sure, I sure, sure, sure. Uh, speaking of which, suspecting that the Joker is up to no good, Batman plans to steal Superman's Phantom jo- Zone Protector. Uh, the device that can banish anyone to the phantom zone, which houses some of the most dangerous criminals in the Lego multiverse. Uh, Apparently on top of Voldemort, we have the Kraken from clash of the Titans. Yep. King Kong voiced by the wonderful Seth green. Yes. um, A Tyrannosaurus Rex Uh, and a Velociraptor. um, Excuse me. As we discussed in Jurassic park, they are not villains. They are simply forces of nature. How <laughs> dare you lock them in the phantom zone? Get those girls out of there right now.
1: Uh wasn't don't we also get Godzilla?
0: No, that's Kraken.
1: Oh, that's the Kraken. Got it, got it, got mm-hmm. it. I thought that was Godzilla. Okay, got it.
0: And then we also have there, of course, uh Voldemort. Yeah. Or if you want to believe one thing J.K. Rowling said is that it's actually supposed to be Voldemort. It's supposed to be a little French. Yeah, sure. But uh, when <laughs> when dear sweet uh, American. Uh, Stephen Fry, no, Stephen oh. Fry read it for the books, he's like, yeah, it's Voldemort. <laughs> and they're just like, ah, crap.
1: <laughs> uh, listen, I like Stephen Fry. Yeah,
0: I love Stephen Fry. I'll, I'll I also it. enjoy Jim Dale, who does the American versions mm-hmm. of the, uh, there are two books on tape for Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. There's the Stephen Fry ones, and there are the Jim Dale ones. Jim Dale, you may remember from Pete's Dragon. Adam McQuasi, no, A Masotti, no, no, Passama Masi, Aquatama Potti, A Daddy, Quatama Pasi, Aquatamaddy, Dapa Daddy, Dapa Mossi, Quatapossi, Passa 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 Quasa, Ah. I know. I love Pete Dragon so much. Yeah. The the No no, we don't talk about the Carl Urban one. Nope. Uh <laughs> we don't ever talk about that one.
1: I mean, I watched it with such anticipation because of my love of the original
0: and I'm yeah. like, where's where's the singing? Where's Candle on the Water? Where's I've got a bill of sale? Where's Doctor Terminus is his character. Terminus, yes. Like he's not even in there. It. Yeah. I saw them in the theaters. I was so disappointed.
1: I mean, if you like Bryce Dallas Howard, I guess
0: I do like Bryce Dallas it, Howard. Sure, but and I like
1: Carl Urban,
0: but the, neither one of them saved that movie for me.
1: Yeah, the original movie is the reason why. In the Muppets, my kids go Mickey Rooney
0: in the in the opening in the
1: opening musical number.
0: God, Mickey Rooney. And it's so wild that like he's in that and he is old there. And then yeah. he's in the Muppets.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's sad, you know, if you're a fan of Mickey Rooney, don't look at like the oh, last don't. years of his life, like the whole battle, much like Stan Lee, it seems like like battling over this elderly person because they represent a massive amount of royalties and and uh potential money. It's so sad.
0: God, yeah, I'm super sad. Alfred intervenes and advises Batman to take care of Dick. <laughs> Crazy. I just love when he's completely distracted by Barbara during the the gala. Um,
1: Mr. Wayne, are you currently in the market to adopt a child? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, are you looking for more of a base model orphan or one that has more upgraded features? Yep. Like cooking or driftwood art? Yep. Gymnastic abilities, Yep. Close-up street magic a la David Blaine? All of it sounds great. Really? Because all of it sounds like me. Whoops. But, and of course, it's a joke they'll repeat a couple times. Batman does Alfred so dirty here. Like, the mm-hmm. audacity. What do you know about having a surrogate son? And then, almost as if they were actors, we get a shot of just... Alfred's like blank face. Like you feel this, right? Like, did he really believe, just say that
0: to me? <laughs> I believe as it was put in uh, the wonderful mask of the phantasm. I dive at your bottom. I bloody well ought to, sir. Batman initially refuses, so Alfred allows Dick to enter the Batcave. Hey, Phrasing, dear Wikipedia writer, get your mind out of the gutter. Listen, Take care of Dick allows Dick to enter.
1: Listen, we better we better not bite the hand that feeds us, though, because we're not writing these. So, yeah, thank I mean, you for doing that. I wonder if that was intentional.
0: Oh, it was one hundred percent digital. <laughs> <laughs> Appearing as Batman before Dick, Batman state that he is also adopting Dick and fosters Dick as Robin to help him in his scheme. Like all superheroes, Superman has zero friends, and he spends most of his time basking in sweet, sweet isolation. Batman and Robin recover the projector from the Fortress of Solitude. And Another
1: little bit of fan service yeah. there, the John William themes. The, Ford, uh, John Williams theme, very... the
0: Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, yep, yep. like when they land, you're... Yay, um, while we're paused, we were talking about this today. Elliot loves it too, and I love figuring out who does voices, sure and, or you know who she's seen some someone from something else. So for Will Arnett, I'm like, what have you seen? Oh? A series of unfortunate events.
1: Oh, is he in that? The Netflix series? Yes. Or the Jim Carrey movie? The
0: no, no, the series. Netflix series. He is who we think are the Baudelaires'
1: parents. Parents, right. And I, right. It only shows up in p- flashback, right? Who's the mom? Oh, shit, I do not remember.
0: Kobe Smulders. Oh. Hey, Todd, what's Kobe Smulders' character's name on How I Met Your Mother?
1: I don't have a fucking clue.
0: Robin. So it's oh, Batman- <laughs> And Robin, and Robin.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: I want to know If that's intentional
1: Nice, 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 nice
0: I want to know if Neil Patrick Harris Or whoever did that Was like, oh, we'll put Batman and Robin together
1: If you did I, I think that's more Neil Patrick Harris loves Colby Smulders And that's just a happy well Coincidence
0: I too love Colby <laughs> Smulders <laughs> right. In a yeah. very different way than Neil Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, yes, we know Yes, she's on your list.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, she's very much on my list. <laughs> okay. okay. Anything Kobe Smothers is in, I'm watching. <laughs> it's kind of like the Mission Impossible movies. After Fallout, I was like, I think I'm done, this franchise. And then they're like, hey, Hallie Atwell is going to be in the next one. I'm like, God damn it, you got me for one more. And then Jessica Ferguson. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Isn't
1: she – or Rebecca, Rebecca She's Ferguson. been in
0: it for a while. She's been in it since oh, – um, uh, whatever the name of it is. Move it along, guys. Batman and Robin recover the projector from the Fortress of Solitude, break into Arkham Asylum, and successfully send the Joker to the Phantom Zone.
1: Batman, what are you doing?
0: I'm Batman-ing.
1: And my note here was only what we just said, loving, loving, loving the villains they picked for Inside the Phantom Zone. Just absolutely absolutely.
0: There's Absolutely. There's nobody in there that, aside from the dinosaurs, because they're- forces of nature (laughs) get those ladies out of there um hashtag free the dinos um (laughs) that i that i'm mad about or i'm like oh this seems weird like i do love the way that King Kong and Kraken are seem to be built of, like, hundreds of thousands of Lego bricks, <laughs> keeping yes. it realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Barbara locks up Batman and Robin.
1: As long as I'm doing a dime in the big house with my old man, everything's going to be A-OK.
0: Because he sent the Joker to the Phantom Zone. Which, you know, finally someone's like, hey, Batman.
1: Stop breaking the law, asshole! So, Jack and I have been... Uh, Jack and I have been... Doing doing a lot of uh, dad and son stuff lately. So uh, a lot of movie stuff. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, We just watched um, uh, the Truman Show. He'd never seen that, and I love the Truman Show so much. I think that is Jim Carrey's best acting. Mm -hmm. I think I and I love the Man in the Moon, but I don't think he's acting as much as
0: imitating uh, Charlie uh, Coffin. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Or Andy Andy, Coffin. Andy Coffin,
0: Coffin. not Charlie. Uh, But. Truman Show, and it was funny. Laura Linney is fantastic in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ed Harris, who I've loved since, I think, like, the right stuff, I think. Um, But just, just loved it. Um, But anyways, okay.
0: (laughs) Wait Uh, a minute, hang on. One more thing about that. My favorite bit is that when, um, uh, what's his name in the movie? Fletcher? Uh, Jim Carrey's character.
1: um, Oh, what is Truman? I think it's Fletcher. It might be. Truman, Fletcher. no, Truman Burbank.
0: Truman Burbank. Wow, yep. where Fletcher came from. Anyways, when he goes to the travel agency, do you, did you catch that the actor that comes in to play the travel agent still has her makeup napkin yes. on when she yes. first? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Such there's, a great, there's so many great little moments like that. I like,
1: agree, yes. The first time that um, Laura Linney's character turns to the camera and is doing a commercial, Jack's uh-huh. like, what is she doing? I'm like, and he's like, she's doing a commercial. I was like, yes, yes. you're Because getting-
0: it's a TV show. Yeah. Just like yeah. when he's, when the, when his best friend's loading up the, uh, vending machine, he never actually puts something in there. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, he minds putting it in and then brings it back and does it again.
1: Uh, Noah, the, the great, that guy actor, actor Noah Emmerich playing yep. his buddy, mm-hmm. uh, Marlon, Marlon. Yeah.
0: Marlon. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great movie. Yep. Yep. But, very importantly, we are not saying to go watch it.
1: <laughs> right, right. Because it's a struck we are work. not here to, to promote. That will be struck today. That's right.
0: We are simply saying it's a good movie. That's true. Please, that's true. Let us continue with the plot of this movie. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Please. <laughs> While the projector is being seized as evidence, Harley steals it back as part of the Joker's plan and frees him, allowing him to return to Gotham with all the multiverse's villains he had recruited in the Phantom Zone, mm. including Soron, who informs the Joker that Batman is Bruce Wayne now. What they didn't leave here is Joker goes, Are you trying to tell me that Bruce Wayne is Batman's roommate? Great joke. The criminals attack Gotham and take over Wayne Island. Realizing that Gotham does need Batman after all, Barbara releases Batman and Robin and teams up with them and Alfred to stop the new threat. Although his teammates achieve some success in fighting the multiverse's villains, Batman forcibly sends them away and confronts the Joker alone, fearing that he might lose them just like his parent. Now, again, this is an animated film, but like going all the way back to Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, right? Like if you're making an animated film, use the fact that it's animated. This is a wonderful action sequence that I don't think you could do live action. And it no. works really well, and it's exciting, and it's a great, great sequence.
0: Yeah, so this is like a real Batman moment. I mean, he does it in The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. He takes the ones he loves out of the danger.
1: That's right. He's always three steps ahead.
0: Yep. Yep. It's so cool. Agree. Okay. Believing that Batman is incapable of changing his ways, the Joker sends him to the Phantom Zone before stealing the Batcave's stash of confiscated bombs to destroy Gotham. Meanwhile, Phyllis, the Phantom Zone's (laughs) gatekeeper.
1: I I love that it's Phyllis. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's also just just a brick. brick. Yep. (laughs) It's just a brick with some uh lights on it that change when it talks. It's great. Yep. Shows Batman how he has mistreated Dick, Alfred, Barbara, and the Joker. So he Batman mistreated Dick. Phrasing. Boom! <clears throat> Inappropriate. You never want to mistreat Dick.
1: No. Be good to Dick.
0: Unless the dick wants to be mistreated.
1: My understanding is some people pay a lot of money for that. So yeah.
0: <laughs> to get their dick mistreated? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Batman accepts his greatest fear, being part of a family, and decides to change. Batman's teammates return to the fight to help him, but are endangered themselves. Batman makes a deal with Phyllis to temporarily return to Gotham to retrieve the zone's escaped prisoners and arrives in time to save his roommates, apologizing to them for leaving them and requests their help to stop the Joker. They agree. With Barbara taking on a Batgirl costume. Oh, my God. The love this movie gives to Batman is right on par with the love that I have for Batman. Mm -hmm. And it is only more apparent through all the different costumes they show, including the black and yellow, which, to my recollection, Batgirl has never worn, but for some reason became a Batgirl Halloween costume.
1: Wow, that is... Uh, so I'm not surprised by that, but that's crazy. The
0: second one she puts on, I'm like, yeah. I don't think girl ever wore that. That was just a shitty to- costume in the 90s. I may be wrong. I may be totally wrong, and I'm missing when it showed up in the comics, but...
1: Black, uh...
0: Batgirl has worn black and yellow. Cassandra Kane wore it with yeah. the uh, with her mouth covered. Yeah, they have been black and yellow, but the specifically what they oh, show in I the see. movie, got it, got it, got it. what she's wearing, I believe, is just a shitty Halloween got it. costume.
1: Okay. Oh, that's funny. Which
0: just makes it all the more better.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, with help from Bane, Orca, and Egghead, who felt neglected by the Joker.
0: So I'm sorry. There are four characters that did not start in the comics. Oh, Egghead.
1: Oh, is he? Uh, was he a Batman? He's 66? Batman sixty six. Got
0: it. Do you know who what played Egghead?
1: I'm not going to look it up. Uh, Mickey Rooney,
0: Vincent Price.
1: Oh my god! Seriously, I'm going
0: to get you, a Batman.
1: Oh my god, that's <laughs> crazy! I had no clue.
0: Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> no. All I guess all puns intended. The rogues gallery of famous people that showed up on the three years that oh, Batman was on the air. I remember him now. insane.
1: I remember him now. Oh, my yep. God. I'm seeing the picture. Yeah. Holy cow. You know
0: who was in an episode of Batman uh, 66 was Barry Denon, who is Pontius Pilate on the original <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar album and in the movie oh, and on Broadway. That's And so he funny. is dressed as a indigenous person. And I'm like... Yikes. But every time he talked, he was like, yeah, let's go get him, boss. Like He's like, <laughs> I'm going to wear this costume because it's a gig, yep. but I am in no way doing the Chief Longfeather bullshit sure, voice. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am doing a clearly dumb accent for this. Ugh. It just makes me love Barry even more.
1: Good Lord. Bane, Ork, had they felt neglected by the Joker when he refused to break them out of Arkham. Batman and his team defeat the escaped multiverse villains and send them back to the Phantom Zone. However, <laughs> the Joker's bombs explode, tearing Gotham apart at the plates below the city. Batman convinces Joker to help him by telling him he gives him purpose to be the hero he is. And with the help of every civilian and villain, they manage to save Gotham, chain linking themselves together to reassemble the plates. They literally reunite the city.
0: 100%. Um, so, two questions. Yes. When Batman first gets home, yep, he's watching Jerry Maguire. Yes, he is. That's And right. then there's this joke here where he gives this impassioned speech to the Joker, and it's the same joke. He had me at shut up. Is this all to kind of have a fun little pot shot of the fact that Heath Ledger's Joker, when they're in the interrogation room, and yep. here comes the Christian Bale voice, everybody, Batman says, why do you want to kill me? And he goes, (laughs) I don't don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, 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 you, you complete me. Is it making a little fun with that? Like not making fun of Heath Ledger?
1: Boy, but like almost like a, like a layered callback, like.
0: Yeah. Is it a fun callback?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, listen, once again, if any of our connections know Eric Summers, one of the yeah, writers. This would, be a,
0: this would be a question we could this ask This would him. be a question we could We're ask. We're just asking him a question. Yeah. We're not promoting any work. No, We're no, just no, no, asking no. him a question. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, kind of going along that same lines, Um. so in the beginning of the movie, when the uh, pilot isn't freaking out when it's the Joker's. Batman will stop you. <laughs> He always stops you. No, he doesn't. What about that time with the two boats? This is better than the two boats. Is this the first time? Well, I guess in The Dark Knight he kind of does too. But is this the first time the Joker truly succeeds at his plan? I think it is. He splits Gotham like he does what he set out to do. Mm, it's he, you know. I mean, thirty seconds later, fixed by him. But
1: well, I mean, how
0: dark? <laughs> how dark do we want to? Get go
1: because Rachel dies, right? Like Joker,
0: I'm talking about that, and also just the end of, of the Dark Knight. He's he, even though he's caught, he still succeeds with a lot of like sure, breaking Harvey's Harvey, a,
1: sure, 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 sure. Or he sends Batman into hiding, yeah.
0: I mean, it sends Batman to hiding, yeah. he does what he set out to do, make Batman the villain, makes
1: Batman the villain, yeah, yeah. It's good, that's good. I mean, listen, these it's totally plausible. We, but I feel
0: like this one is the one where we really like he 100% percent succeeds, in my opinion
1: okay I, I i see i see your point
0: okay yeah in the aftermath of, of reassembling the plates <laughs> i oh i also enjoy when they're they're trying to pull it together pull it together and then it just goes it just snaps right <laughs> in at the last <laughs> <Yes. time. laughs>
1: the satisfaction of feeling those lego pieces click together yep
0: oh, it's just so wonderful yep so in the aftermath uh, batman reveals to dick he does what
1: Oh, my. <laughs> oh, no.
0: That he is Wayne in disguise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my two dads are the same dad. Then
0: goes to return to the Phantom Zone to face the consequences of his earlier behavior.
1: And, and again, much like the first time he goes to Wayne Manor, th- this is a really surprisingly touching moment. It's it's really, now, really well done.
0: Not only touching, this is really big stuff for a kid's movie. Like, yeah, Batman, in essence, in essence is going to die. Or... If we want to stay in the fantasy realm, he is Frodo at the end of Lord of the Rings. She's sure. He's not dying, but you're never going to see me again.
1: Yeah. yeah but listen, you know, it's funny. Uh, so Jack and I were talking the other night as we were watching Coraline, uh, or before it and then afterwards. I was saying Neil Gaiman, who is my favorite living author, mm-hmm. uh, talks often about the idea that he very much believes you can write stories about monsters for children the important idea to remember is that children just need to know that monsters can be defeated and i so you're right it is a it is a mature you know turn for the character in a kids movie but yeah. i don't i don't think it's wrong and i'm not saying you're saying that i i think oh, it's oh no
0: i'm not i i just if you at the beginning of this movie when it's all high energy feeling slaps, like a continuation jokes, of
1: the lego movie yeah, yeah.
0: If you had been like, hey, just so you know, at the end of this, it's going to have a really, really emotionally important moment that's going to make you think for a minute, like ultimate sacrifice yeah. stuff. I'm like, you must have two movies confused. There's no way this, exactly. this is sure. all going to be surface fluff good times. Yep. Yep. And I, and I definitely don't hate it. I loved it. But I was just kind of like, wow, this is, uh, this is intense. Yeah. Agree. To <laughs> keep with the humor. He's going up, up, up. Towards the uh, the hole in the sky, right. and then he just, boink, hits it. <laughs> Phyllis has prevented Batman from entering the Phantom Zone after realizing he is a hero and seeing how he changed to save everyone. Afterwards, Batman gives the Joker, the Penguin, Bane, Mr. Freeze, Clayface, the Riddler, Harley, the Kabuki twins, they're There they are again, I can't even point them out in the movie. <laughs> I don't know who the... I imagine they're wearing Kabuki makeup. They are. Um, and the rest of the villains a head start, knowing... That they will be no match for the Bat family.
1: And I love a good bookends around a movie. So the movie starts with black and it ends with...
0: White. All important movies end with a white screen. There's a montage of all these great times that the Bat family has. <laughs> yes. And,
1: and... Oh, hey, can I play that song I wrote for the end credits? That is a hard pass. Come on. No. Let the kid play whatever music No, no,
0: no, 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 no. Please? No. Badre? Yeah. Uh, fine. Pewter.
1: Okay, sir. Yay! Now playing Robin's Happy Poppy Music, the kind that makes parents and studio executives happy. Movie I wake up early what? in the morning and I'm texting you. Uh, hey.
0: Oh boy. That was a fun what one. A, what a great movie. Todd, I'm I'm very happy after Sorry, Josh, after yeah. <laughs> or, um my here Academia. Yep, and after spawn, this was this was uh, a nice uh, lime sorbet to yes. clear our palate.
1: Agree, agree. For agree. what
0: will probably be a terrible movie, we're about no, to. No,
1: I'm sure we're going to pull a great movie.
0: But before we uh, pull a movie, I, I love your optimism. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy it. Hope springs eternal. Um, sure. Yeah, that's that's what we could call it. God damn it! I had it here on my desktop.
1: How do you... We're in season seven. It's favorite character. Todd? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Casey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's your favorite character.
1: My favorite... Listen, this one all the way. I am a fan of him all the way back to Arrested Development. I'm a fan of Smartless. I'm a fan of everything he does. Will Arnett is just brilliant as Batman. He's my favorite character.
0: A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy sound right now. It is uh, a daily double sound. It is the exact same for me.
1: Agree. Uh Hey, Casey, what is the best scene in the movie for you?
0: Whew. There's an embarrassment of riches Agree. to what I could pick as my favorite scene. God it's probably it's probably all the villains at the beginning being listed
1: yeah. because
0: i was like oh as a as a hardcore batman fan yep my bat boner is so hard right now i, I-
1: listen go easy on dick would you please <laughs> oh oh did i i almost i almost got a spit take folks i almost so close so, so close. close uh yeah so don't disagree you? don't disagree with that i think mine is more category and it is because I think they're so well done. Just all the fan service that fits so well. It never feels like jammed in. Like, this movie's just given, even a non-Batman fanatic, just given me so much stuff to love here. And I really did.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you could have said anything. I'm like, yeah, totally agree. This is this is one of those rare gems of a movie that we get to do where the favorite scene or best scene is, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, whatever you point at. When, yeah. when,
0: when Will Arnett says, black. Yeah. Oh great! <laughs> yeah, to the credits rolling at the end, it's just one great scene.
1: To the moment where we see Batman dancing, uh, like the Adam West sixty six Batman. Yeah, like yeah, I laughed at that. Yeah, it's all good. Um,
0: hey, uh, what's one scene you
1: would cut? So it's not a short movie. the The runtime's like one forty four. You know, with credits and stuff. Um, but it never felt like it dragged. No, I there's nothing I would cut. Don't do anything to it. It's a great movie. <laughs>
0: I if I wanted to be super picky, yep. Which I would say sometimes we, you will be. Yeah. Um but I'll do it with bad movies. This is more just a good movie. I would say one of the twisty things at the end him going to the phantom zone and then promising to return like the redemption could have been there
1: sure sure sure
0: okay you know it's just one too if, many if like, you
1: really wanted to cut something yeah out. Okay. Like okay. if
0: you wanted to smooth something out that would be it like I, I definitely have no problem with the way the movie goes but that's the part where i'm just like oh, this this might have okay might have improved with a with another draft of it but it's not bad okay
1: Uh, oh now this one (laughs) i mean i think there's one answer but but i'm curious your thoughts on the actor having the most fun
0: is it i think uh, (sighs) that's a tough one um Definitely an honorable mention to Eddie Azard. I think she's having a great time with like sure. magic spell. Yeah, magic spell. Yes, <laughs> it's because everyone else yells pew pew. So she.
1: <laughs> uh, for, I, I don't think anyone didn't have a good time in this movie. I think it's, right this having is,
0: the most. Yeah,
1: it's Will Arnett. It's Will Arnett. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right, now, Casey, from last episode, do you remember what the IMDb score for this movie was?
0: I remember both of us being enraged that it was low. Yeah. It's like an 8.1? 7.3. Oh, you bastards. All (laughs) of you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I suppose if you thought you were watching a dark Batman movie and you but again Lego's in the title. I don't know yeah, how you yeah. get tricked. Dear by this.
0: dear, dear yeah. dum dumb who wrote an angry uh review on IMDB. It's called the Lego yeah. Yeah. Batman movie. But, this is the silly side of Batman that I also it's also people don't like the silly side of Batman. Um, it's a dude that dresses up like a bat. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be some silly stories in there, and I'm, where, I'm here or for the that. other.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I uh, no, I it's
0: thought it's a, a bat. high. It's, it's sonar, high, like it's a so, bat.
1: No, no, it doesn't. No, no, it's no.
0: I. Are you serious? I, I checked out. I, I mean, someone I know. I and, I, I, I ran about a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are the other drugs going? Is that Pacino? Yeah, maybe I'm Al Pacino. Well, you what are I doing uh, at night? Crime. Uh, you don't know. Hey.
1: Where ground. were the other
0: Ray Romano, like Queen,
1: King of Queens? All right. Anyways, uh, so seven point three on IMDb. What? What say no. you?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a big old whopping ten. Oh, but as I said at the beginning, if you go into this without watching the Lego Movie. And having all that backstory and lore, it's like a 9.5 for just confusion. Okay. You're just going to be confused at some some of the stuff that's going on. So other than that, yeah, this is this is a 10 out of 10. This is a fun... If you are in the mood for a fun, silly yeah. movie with a lot of heart behind it, heart being the love of Batman, yeah. and also heart being telling some really poignant, fun uh, points in this movie, it's a 10.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. This, this movie calls its shot, and delivers on every premise. You know what? I I wasn't there as I was thinking about it, but the way you just framed it, I'm convinced it's a 10, because this movie does exactly what it intends to do. Yes. Yep. Agree. Okay. Alright.
0: Oh, shit. You know what time it is? It's time yeah.
1: for us to pull another great movie to watch next time.
0: No, it's not gonna be. I just have a feeling it's gonna be bad.
1: No, it's gonna be so good. Oh, it's so good. You want this. It's so good. It's so uh,
0: okay. You could stop <laughs> saying those oh. things to me. That weirds me out.
1: <laughs> okay, so I want to make sure. Yes, this is the one I'm thinking of. Which of the two, this is the one I would rather watch. So it's a oh, character fuck. who starts in um, British comics. Um, we get a uh, we get an Americanized version back in the '90s that is rightly laughed at, and then a darker, grittier reboot. Reboot a few years ago, starring is this dread? It's dread with Carl. Can Urban. I tell
0: you? I've never seen this movie.
1: Oh, you're you're gonna be happy. I I, okay. I mean, it's what I hear. So so obviously, heard Dan, that Danny is not watching this with you. But <laughs> uh
0: well, first of all, the, the great thing I hear is that he never takes his helmet off, which is exactly what Dread does. I he
1: believe that is correct. I've seen it once. Yeah. I believe that's correct.
0: So Um, Yeah, I I, I stayed away from it, and then I got more traction as being a good movie, good movie. And then we had this podcast. I'm like, the reviews are 50-50, so I'm not going to watch this movie and then halfway through be like, oh, no, I hate this movie, and have to watch it again. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'd rather watch it this one time, and then if I like it, I can watch it again.
1: Well, let's watch a trailer. Yeah. 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world. Only one thing fighting for order in the chaos. The men and
0: women of the Hall of Justice. Peace Trees
1: is the manufacturing base for all the slow-mo in Mega City One.
0: You know how often we get a judge up
1: in Peace Trees? Where you got one now.
0: She has control of everything. Levels one to two hundred. This is Mama. Somewhere in this block are two judges. That's not good. I want him dead. We're gonna have to go through him. Rookie, you ready? Yeah. You look ready. Fire! Judgment time. Let's finish this.
1: the law. Negotiation's over. Ah! The sentence is death. Now, do you want to take a guess at the IMDB rating for this movie?
0: Oh gosh. I'm gonna say this is probably in the sevens. It's
1: a 7.1. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Uh,
1: so I occasionally read Judge Dredd comics when they would hit my uh, you know, my radar. I didn't I didn't seek them out, but growing up I occasionally read them. Um I really liked them. I liked this movie, so I'm excited to watch excited. it through the critical lens of our podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, hang on, just while we're here.
1: Yeah. There's an awesome episode. It, it, the my favorite episode or issue, which to be fair, you know, again, I haven't read like the all of it, so, but the one where he turns into a. Werewolf.
0: Oh. I literally have never read a single Dr- uh, Judge Dredd comic. Um, my knowledge of Judge Dredd begins and ends with the terrible Judge Dread movie from the nineties.
1: Oh, it's so. I mean, again, well,
0: you pulled Dread, right?
1: I, no, I pulled Dread. Yes, that's why I was okay. looking. It's not Judge Dredd, It's Dread. So this is the good one.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, the director of this directed a really fun movie, Vantage Point.
1: I remember that that was... It was a Rashomon. Oh, okay.
0: Right. It was... Um, but the cast is Dennis Quaid, Forrest Whitaker, Matthew Fox. I'm going to talk about disgraced people. Uh, Bruce McGill, Edgar Ramirez, um, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, William Hurt. It's just powerhouse cast, but it was the same thing. There was a bombing and... Um, assassination attempt on the American president is told in Rashomon style. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah, it's fun.
0: Yep. It was a fun movie. So, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for this.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Me too. Me too. We're going to enjoy this. So, um music for our podcast comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod. You can find his music at incompatech.com. Our beer music is Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. Find his music at silvermansound.com.
0: Well, you jumped ahead. We I, have...
1: I sure did, because I didn't want to forget, because I did in our first episode. So, yes.
0: <laughs> but you've got some other stuff to share. Yeah. I mean, uh, as the release of this episode, we are, oh my God, two weeks away from the opening of Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber, Fleet Street, <laughs> starring me um, as the aforementioned Sweeney Todd. Um, that will run the 27th through the 29th, and then the 3rd through the 5th of November. So two weekends only.
1: And I think it's fair for you to uh, put that in the liner notes.
0: Yeah, the liner notes. And uh, in there also will be all of our social media information, so we don't need to say it here. Yeah, agree. And since you already said our music part, I think all this I have to say is... So, that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan.
1: For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Danny Ryan.
0: Be heroic. Be heroic. Hooray. All right, man. Dread. <laughs> Tazamacquati. God, I love a dragon. A dragon. I really saw a dragon. Oh, no. Oh, dear. What are we to fear? Okay. So, believing that Batman is incapacitated.
1: In- in- Why don't you do a clean read? Yeah. Incapable.
0: And there it is. (laughs) Okay. Combat, exploration, and roleplay. These are known as the three pillars of play that make every game of Dungeons & Dragons exciting, tense, and rewarding. But we believe there's another pillar to the world's greatest roleplaying game, and that fourth pillar is creation. Are you a dungeon master who has always wanted to create your own monsters? Execute your own adventures? Design your own challenges, spells, classes, and lineages? That is what we here at the Fourth Pillar of Play, a Night Shift radio production, are doing. Learning game design by designing games. We are not professionals. We are enthusiastic amateurs, just like many of you. So join us as we review and discuss information by professional game designers and put theory into practice by creating new worlds, new monsters, and new opportunities for heroic players. I'm Josh. And I'm Talon. Join us at the 4th Pillar of Play, available wherever you download your podcasts, or visit us at www.fourthpillarofplay.com And we look forward to
1: creating with you.
0: Commander, where are we? We seem to be stuck in an alternate dimension, and you're no longer a captain or a commander. commander. Dear God... Are you a lieutenant? Why are you talking like that? Oh, no, I don't, I don't know why I'm talking like that. But no, I seem oh. to have no rank. Only the title of doctor? I don't think there are admirals, either. Captain, I mean, commander, I mean... Look, Casey, we are getting a message. It seems we have been tasked with reviewing a historical document entitled... Galaxy Quest? Then there's no moment to spare. Engage! No, I, I I don't think Nitro um, Radio Legal has cleared usage of Engage, so you might want to just dial oh. that back there. All right. Well, then, I guess it's up to us to say, join us over on the Where No Mom Has Gone Before podcast as we review 1999's Galaxy Quest. Never give up. Never surrender. Mom!